What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Wow, Mech fellow adventurers. We are back with Sir Crokington, who's taking a brief break from being involved in the next the current archery contest, which is the same as all the others, pretty much. To visit the Long Spur Downs in southern Telsa. This hilly region of southern Telsa gets its name due to its location directly east of the northern spur. Spur of mountains that frame nearby Fainvale. Though this area is no longer home to large numbers of goblins as it was in centuries past, remains a largely desolate stretch of wooden slopes that farm that more than likely contain their fair share of undesirable denizens. Let's explore the Downs. Your exploration of Longspur Downs takes you far and wide over the rolling, forested hills that make up this broad swath of desolate but ruggedly beautiful country. After a lengthy trek, you've nearly returned to the very spot from which you began your wandering when you spot a lone horseman approaching from the east. As the driver wider draws closer, his startling appearance sends your pulse racing. A brilliant crimson helm is fitted over his head, and he's clad in a mix of silver chain and black plate, slung over... Over his broad back is a massive double-bladed axe. His plated steed seems to move without strain, despite the wider's obvious bulk. And it is his steed that simultaneously unnerves you and confirms what upon first glance had only been a vague suspicion. For as the wider and his mount close to within twenty yards... You catch your first glimpse of the face, the face of the animal bearing its weight. It's a long, dry, fleshless muzzle of a skeletal horse. Oh no, if it's a skeleton, how can it eat sugar lumps? You hardly believe the legend yourself. Even with the recent tales of travellers from all corners of the kingdom. Yet there is no doubt that the mighty warrior coming up to you on the back of his skeletal steed is none other than the Crimson Helmed Rider. Who of course Sir Crokington knows all about because she, she was born in this world and heard all the tales. And here they are. The Crimson Helmed Wider. This legendary, some would say mythical, figure is said to be the worldly embodiment of the long departed warrior Lurkir, who many 
Many tales place at the side of the ancient hero Seer on many of his grandest adventures. It is said the Quimbledon held wider, wears a deep red helm that covers nearly all of his head, and rides atop a fleshless armoured horse. Those who believe in the widest legends said he returns to the world of Seer now and again, seeking to find a Find the champion that will follow in the footsteps of the great seer. Recently, sightings of the strange web-toned figure have been reported from nearly every corner of the kingdom. Though they always seem to occur in very desolate remote locations and none, as far as anyone has heard, have been substantiated. The rider tugs on the reins of his horse as he pulls to within just a few yards and turns to face you, the grizzled face staring out at you from behind a thick crimson guard of the deep red helm that covers his head is that of an older man. Now that's important because there's five different five different people you could end up fighting. We end up meeting. <laughs> oh, I just gave the spoiler by accident. The severed head of an ogre dangles from a leather strap, strap handing, hanging against the undead horse's left flank. The rider leads forward in his saddle and appears to study you closely before straightening his back and slowly shaking his head. He suddenly holds up his right hand and there, emblazoned upon the plated palm. Upon his plated palm is a bright red number seven. Now that number goes up by one each consecutive day that you go here. And you want it to get to seven. For reasons we will soon reveal. You just are proven to me your worth, he said. It's not yet much worth mind, but it's enough. The wider unfurls a large, rolled piece of aged paper from a bag at his side and unfurls it. We're shocked when a frigid blast of wind and a swirling cloud of snow spills out of the air it is opened. A very ancient map, he says, leering at you. This map is perhaps as ancient as those brigands that yet haunt the place to which it points. This map, my hardly worthy friend, shows the location of the lair of a beast of legend, the Cave of the Ice Troll. Another breath of cold air sails off the surface of the map, swirling the snowflakes that have settled on its worn surface. The wider turns the map towards you, and you are shocked to discover that the symbols covering its surface are moving. Clouds pass over mountain peaks, and an animated river runs a swift southward course. There! He snaps, stabbing his finger at a point near the top of one of the mountains, at the southern point of the Fuduin Range, at the top of High Wall Pass, where it crosses the shoulder of the mountain, lies the Cave of the Ice Troll. You ask the wider the significance of what he was shown you, and he frowns. 
Can't you see? He was. Even one as meek and insignificant as you knows well, well enough to play the game. The Cade holds holds a secret, guarded by a savage beast that still prowls its icy passages. It is for you to discover. That is the game. As the wider rolls up the map and stows it away, you suddenly recall the legend of the ice troll. Though you've always thought it to be nothing more than a story told to children, such as yourselves, right now, I'll tell you. According to this ancient legend, a fearsome troll-like creature, able to control the elements and turn the living living into beings of ice, is said to exist in a cave hidden somewhere high in the Thedawind range. The legend also tells of a band of Thedalese pirates who escaped from their lawful captures in a blizzard while crossing the perilous path path on the shoulder of a lofty peak centuries ago. It is said the murderous pirates sought refuge from the raging storm in a cave near the top of the pass. Though it proved to be a decision they would forever regret. In the dark, icy passages of the cave, the pirates are said to have come face to face with the ice troll. These, those brigands who weren't killed outright by the mighty beast were turned into beings of ice and doomed to forever guard the lair of their new and savage master. According to legend, the ice troll is immortal, and still dwells in the cave guarded by an entire legion of beings. He is turned into living ice. Ooh, spooky perhaps. I will make no mention of this again, says the wilder, turning away from you and widening off slowly towards the south. There is a man in Moonpath who can lead you to the cave, should you require any assistance. Always remember that if you play the game, you will be rewarded. With that, the wider's voice trails away as he passes out of sight over the southern hills. You decide you should set out Set out to the village of Moonpath in the South Foot area of the Kingdom's Southwest region. And so we will. Alright, Southwest, South Foot, Moonpath. Visit Moonpath. Resting at the foot of one of the towering mountains that make up the mighty Fedorin Range is the village of Moonpath. A small collection of homes make up the centre of Moonpath. As you pass through the village square, you note that both the inn and the tavern, the only structures of any size in this sombre settlement, are closed. And obviously, in a break from world-saving hero tradition, I'm not just going to randomly break into people's houses. Odd that. If only, even if the only reason I don't do that is because no one he hasn't written written what's in these houses. So I can 
GM's note is from here, in Moonpath, that you may access the Cave of the Ice Troll, a special cave scenario. A special scaled scenario that can be played more than once. And it will be played more than once. All of the enemies you face in this style now have been scaled to provide equal difficulty. Well, not really equal. And maximum rewards to adventurers of all skill levels. Please be careful in there. And bundle up. Well, attempt to climb to the cave of the ice troll. You recognise that a climb up up the mountain to High Wall Pass is something could only an accomplished woodsman could hope to accomplish. Remembering what the Crimson Hound Wider told you, you inquire around the village and discover that a locally renowned trapper and woodsman by the name of Wolfrin it's known to have traversed the high mountain passes in year past. So I could seek out Wolfram, but since my woodmanship is higher than 60, I can attempt the climb on my own, and I will. The trek up the mountain to the high wall pass proves to be both lengthy and perilous, but your experience in the wild serves you well. And you are able to navigate the treacherous terrain without too much difficulty. At last, hopelessly wary, wondering just what it is you've gotten yourself into. You, you reach the foot of the path and start along the thin, thin stony trail that passes over the shoulder of the mountain. After taking a few minutes to gather your strength for that last leg of the trek, you start up the steep, stony track towards the top of the high wall pass. After a relatively short but arduous hike, you reach the top of the trail and find yourself standing before the cave you came here seeking. Right, continue. You're standing before the wide, dark mouth of an icy cave, just to the white of the narrow, stony trail that climbs across the top of the high wall pass. A raging, frigid wind sweeps down from the towering cliffs on either side of the pass, biting into your exposed flesh and causing you to shudder. Despite the frigid, forbidding gloom inside the mouth of the cave, you find yourself eager to escape from the grip of the elements. So you can enter the cave west here which I'll do if I run out of Neville Reserve or some such or descend out the highway high wall pass and leave the mountain I think that will mean that I won't be able to go here again for 24 hours so enter the cave you take one last final look around the narrow ravine that surrounds you at the top of the high wall pass also stepping out into the mouth of the icy cave you're standing just inside the mouth of the cave to the west an icy passage extends out of sight into the gloom alright it's a one long snaky passage I'm in the southwest corner make my way west as you move cautiously through the frigid cavern Making every effort not to slip 
on the treacherous ice underfoot. Now and again you hear what sounds like something moving somewhere in the distance. Probably those icy brigands. Well, one west is something. As you approach a bend in the passage, you suddenly stop dead in your tracks. Stepping around. Stepping around a corner ahead. is a man formed out of solid ice. The frozen man wields a short sword, also made out of ice, and brandishes the weapon in a threatening manner upon catching sight of you. As the silent figure of ice slowly bears down on you, you realise he must be one of the pirates of legend, who centuries ago sought refuge in this very cave. Oh, he must have been in real dire straits for a pirate to be this far from the sea. Only to fall victims to the curse, wielded by the fabled creature that makes its lair here. Your super defensive stance is to prepare to engage the frozen brigand. It's a frozen brigand who's also a pirate. I guess pirates are brigands of the sea. There's a bit of overlap between the two for sure. And begin combat. The silent frozen brigand swipes it with icy blade, particularly brutal blood stroke for 12 damage. Alright, just take him on. Just fast take him on, normal combat, and they are slain. 15 XP. Your final blow shatters the frozen pirate, leaving only a heap of jagged ice shards at your feet. You make a quick search of your enemy's remains, but discover nothing of any value. After taking a few moments to catch your breath, you once again prepare to set off through the cave. Here uh, after that. Your progress along the cave passage is brought to a dead stop as an unwelcome sight looms out of the shadows ahead. You assume a combat-ready stance one of the frozen cursed pirates that haunt this tavern steps into view the silent brigand long ago turned into a being of solid ice draws his icy blade and washes towards you so this is just a random encounter with another one of them and there's going to be a lot of them because apparently he has a whole legion of them. And he was slain a foe. For another 15 XP. You spend a few moments examining the remains of defeated foe for once again setting off with the cave passage. Alright. Oh, another one of them. Alright, I'll just quick fight that. Do ba do 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 do. Not a quick combat because I don't have the quick stone. But I think I'll get it pretty soon because I now have 187 80s. Quick heal, quick heal. Spend a few moments examining the remains of your defeated foe before once again setting off along the, along the cave passage. Alright, now I can go. Ooh, the half skeletal remains of an ancient adventurer are encased. 
in the ice of this cavern wall to the north. Hmm. Okay. I guess the Crimson Helmed Wider found that one first. Because I don't think there's any other way you'd find find this place. Go east. A sudden sharp crack from overhead sends your pulse racing. You glance up and watch in horror as several large slabs of ice break away from the ceiling of the cave and plummet down upon you. You've only seconds to avoid being crushed beneath the falling slabs of ice. So you can use fortification, shadow magic or telekinesis if they're at level 60 or higher. And I don't even know what shadow magic is. And fortification is not there yet. Attempt to leap clear of the falling ice. You make a desperate attempt to leap clear of the falling slabs of ice. Picking a number. Bonus of 56. 17 from woodmanship. 16 from feathery. 17 from agility. 6 from luck. Gonna get 100 or more. Or get crushed. And frozen. Pick now. 144. Success. A remarkable display of speed and agility. You manage to leap clear of the falling ice. The large, frozen slab drops onto the passage behind you, less shattering into hundreds of smaller fragments upon impact. You've little doubt you might have, might easily have been killed had you been caught beneath them. Yes, and ice is particularly vulnerable to Sir Crokington because doesn't because Sir Crokington is has become cold-blooded by accident by curse a frozen brigand just gonna smash smash as quick clicking nor as quick as possible at the 15 xp here afterwards a sudden sharp crack from overhead sends your pulse racing you glance up and watch in horror as several large slabs of ice break away from the ceiling of the cave and plummet down upon you. You've only seconds to avoid being crushed beneath the falling slabs of ice. Alright, just jump out of the way. Make a desperate attempt to leap clear of the falling slabs of ice. Yep, same check again. 124, success. Alright, same same thing as before. Alright, go north now. You've only taken a few steps along this section of the corridor, when three of the frozen pirates that haunt these frigid halls drop down on you from a narrow ledge overhead. Hey, hey, be careful with that, pirates. You're made out of ice. You're very brittle. It'd be totally embarrassing if you jumped down and went and just shattered. <laughs> and you went, well, that was embarrassing. And then you just hop, 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 hop along. But no, no, they must have, they must have bent the knees or something. You managed to throw off the icy brigands and assume a defensive stance. It's just silent. 
cursed foes slowly advance towards you, their blades of ice poised to cut you down. You quickly position yourself, so you only have to face them one at a time. Well, we're in a narrow cave, so there must be some places where it gets even narrower. Especially if I went back to that that block, that 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 big slab of ice. It's probably a place where it's got really narrow there. You quickly position yourself. So yep, and begin combat. It swipes at you with this cursed blade. There's some particularly brutal thoughts. 15 XP. You're locked in a fight to the death against the second of the three frozen brigands. This is scaled to 11 plus. They're all scaled. Because they just are. I guess that's just part of the curse. And he's just slain. 15 XP. You now face the last of the frozen trio. With a frozen brigand. Alright. I shall use the power of elementalism with elemental fury. A howling ice storm descends upon your enemy. And then again, another one, howling ice storm. Honestly, that doesn't seem like a good a good thing to, fight, to use to fight an ice being, but I guess it works because it did 37 damage. Fight normally, it is slain. 15 XP. With the three frozen pyros now a little more than a heap of melting ice shards in the centre of the passage. You spend a few moments catching your breath and checking over your equipment before once again setting off through the cave. Alright, take the chance to heal. Alright, I've used 15 Neville Reserves so far. Another frozen brigand comes upon me. Very stupid idea, but he probably doesn't have a choice in the matter. Because, you know, cursed and everything. Or maybe it kind of wants to be smashed. Because, well, you never know. It might actually stay dead. Wouldn't that be nice? And then it can go... Well, presumably, it's served more than enough this this thing will count off its time in Swithian purgatory and go and then he goes to go straight to heaven if there is a heaven honestly the 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 theology of Swith hasn't been much explained let alone what sort of afterlife we have because we we know there's an afterlife because all these ghosts we see which presumably implies there's a place they go when they're done being ghosts. Which sort of implies there's at least a heaven. But there's probably a hell too, because you've got to kind of got to have both. Maybe a purgatory, maybe a limbo, maybe, maybe other things. Maybe there's a great big dog. That keeps people in, in the places. A great big foofy dog. With seven heads. Or maybe 77 heads. No, that's too many heads. I think, I think around nine is, is the maximum heads. Once you get above that. There. It becomes really hard to draw them all. 
<laughs> that's the main, oh, that's the biggest difficulty. Set off along the cave passage to the west is another thing. You step off the top of the small wise passage and stop dead in your tracks. Standing a few yards ahead of you in the middle of the icy corridor are three of the cursed frozen brigands that haunt this frigid, frigid lair. The ice pirates start towards you, but suddenly halt. You're busy pondering the cursed reaction when the sound of the movement from behind reaches your ears. You spin around just in time to see a massive, frozen ogre prepared to deal you a savage blow. Okay. Hmm. I guess it just wandered into this cave and went... And the ice was like, You cursed! Ha ha! Cursed! And I was like, Aww. Me sad now. Me not like being cursed. Me can't visit ogre family and ogre nephew. Me has to stay here forever and hit things with Icy Club. Actually, the hitting is okay. But the waiting, waiting very boring. Waiting for many, many years between hitting. Nephew wonders where, probably wonders where I've gone. Probably assumed I did something stupid and got myself killed. Mostly wide. <laughs> you nimbly twisted aside and dodged the blow. But the silent... But the... The silent ogre's attack does not relent. You are soon locked in a fight to the finish with your savage foe. It's a massive frozen ogre. The silent... Massive ogre of ice slaps at you with his broad fists. Oh, come on now, ice troll. Give him an ice club. Go on. He's worked so hard. Give him an ice club. A nice ice club to hit people with. Come on, come on. The pirates get swords. But you don't, that ogre doesn't get anything. He just got to hit with his icy fists. Come on, come on. Come on, motivate your cursed workers. Your enemy smashes through your defences with a devastating blow for 22 damage. Yeah, sorry, Ogre. Oh, another one for 29 damage. And then 22 damage. Okay, hand of healing. Hand of healing, hand of healing. Elemental fury. All right. A waging crimson in fur. Yeah, that's a more appropriate thing to fight an ice, ice ogre with. And then again for 27 damage. And it is slain. 16 XP spread all around. You, you leap back from the shattered remains of the ice ogre. Only to find yourself facing the first of the three frozen brigands. The silent pirate. Good job it didn't, it didn't decide to attack me in the back while I was busy with this ogre. The silent pirate, forever cursed to be an icy feature 
in this frigid lair, scowls as he slashes at you with his deadly blade. It's a frozen brigand. Begin combat. The silent frozen brigand swaps you through this icy blade for seven damage. Brutal stroke. Another brutal stroke. Elemental fury, elemental fury. Oh, a cyclone. Earth and stone. Yeah, that will probably work. Because they're very brittle. It is slain. 15 XP. No sooner has the first of the frozen brigands collapsed into a shattered pile of ice at your feet. Do you find yourself confronted by the second of the silent towers? Elemental fury, elemental fury, elemental fury, elemental fury. Slain. 15 XP. You immediately engage by the third and final frozen part. We know. Final for now. There'll be more. Begin combat. Elemental fury, elemental fury, elemental fury. It is slain. 15 XP, and then 15 XP to general. You step back and admire the tall pile of shattered ice at your feet. It's all that remains of your fearsome, frozen foes. After taking a few minutes to search through the melting heap of ice, and finding nothing of any value, you once again prepare to set off through the cave. Right, lots of healing after that. That might be the hardest part of this dungeon, because it's four tough combats in a row, with no time to quick heal between them. Yeah, you could might well just run out of Neville Reserve. Your progress along the cave passage comes from a broad halt as you spot a lone pirate up ahead. The cursed frozen brigand. He's facing in the opposite direction, has not yet spotted you. Well, attack the frozen brigand. You slip up behind the unsuspecting frozen pirate and deal the cursed brigand a solid blow. Your foe staggers forward several steps, but manages to retain his footing. As the frozen brigand turns and starts towards you with his blade of ice drawn. You promptly assume a combat ready stance against another frozen brigand. Alright, normal. Yes. People keep opening doors around here and then closing them. The silent frozen brigand swipes at you with his icy blade. Brutal stroke for 9 damage. And is slain. 15 XP. You kick through the pile of shattered, melted, pouting ice at your feet, but discover nothing of any interest or value in the remains of the frozen brigand. Or if there was, it's already melted. You set off, after taking a moment to check over your equipment, you once again set off on your way through the cave. Those pirates, they probably had all sorts of cool loot, but that got turned into ice too. Which means... You can't really do anything with it. Because by the time you get it to a shop, it's melted. And then you have and then you have weapon water. And well I'm sure you could probably sell it to people now to say, yeah, it's uh it does things. It probably cures stuff. It's made from frozen pirate weapons that have melted. It super male vitality from super males. 
that melted after being frozen and cursed. It will either kill you or cure you. Or do nothing. In fact, probably the latter. Yeah, it will do nothing. It will do nothing at all. It will not help in any way. Was the camera rolling? Bugger. Ugh, I always do that when I talk. I just, I'm good at scamming people. I'm too honest. <laughs> Alright. Now the passage splits into three. With, with little alcoves to the north, west, and then a little bit to the south. I'll start with the northern alcove. The Institute step into the small chamber just off the cave's main passage. You were set upon by another of the frozen pirates. The one-legged ice brigand hobbles out of the shadows on your right and swings at you with his deadly blade. You dodge his initial attack and quickly find yourself locked in combat with your silent and merciless foe. It's a hobbled frozen brigand. Ugh, uh, yeah, imagine. You're not only cursed, you're also hobbled. Uh, begin combat. Scale to 11 plus. So apparently that hobble brigand is not letting that little being hobbled stop it in any way. It's too busy being cursed. Swipes it through with this icy blade. Okay, and slain, 16 XP, ooh, and I've just got something, a mist shattered, melting remains of the hobbled frozen brigand, you discover a strange key carved out of ice, ice key, square, this strange key has been carved out of solid ice, the end of the key is is square-shaped. Despite its fragile appearance, now I'll quickly use it so it's on the quick quick use bar. Despite its fragile appearance, the, the key appears to be impervious to the warmth of your hand. Well, of course it is. Wouldn't be much good to have a nice key if it just melted. Yeah, that, that, that'd be rude. That would be, that'd, that'd be like... Going against the dungeon designer's, designer's code. That any adventurer that goes into your dungeon will be able to find the tools to finish it. Unless, of course, that tools are fighting enemies. In which case, yeah, they can kill you. But they must be defeatable. Even though you can make foes invincible... Make it so they only stay invincible until they find the tool. It's the code. It's smooth, angular surface bed. No mips or chars. No mars or chips. After taking a moment to check over equipment, you once again set off on your way through the cave. Alright, go south a bit to the next alcove. The moment you... Well, chamber. The moment you step into the small chamber of the main passage... You find yourself confronted by another of the ice pirates. This one, female. The glowering brigand. Solid at the west of her frozen, 
a fellow frozen corpsman, draws a short sword and swiftly cuts a wide arc with the icy blade. Almost before you can assume a defensive stance, your enemy is upon you, sussing out wildly with a deadly blade. Whereas we all know, uh, a frozen female brigand has to work twice as hard to be considered half as good. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Or something like that. Frozen female brigand. The silent frozen brigand swipes at you with her icy blade. Alright. And just spamming normal. Yes. Yeah, keep going, keep going, keep going. And slain. 16 XP. Amidst the shattered, melting remains of the frozen female brigand, you discover, well, no longer frozen, not quite frozen anymore, you discover a strange key carved out of ice, ice key, triangle. This strange... This, this strange key has been carved out of solid ice, the end of the key is triangular. Hmm. Have to make note of that. Despite its fragile appearance, the key appears to be impervious to the warmth of your hand. Its smooth, angular surface bears no mars or chips. After taking a moment to check over your equipment, you once again set off on your way through the cave. Right, another frozen brigand. Alright, I'll just take this on. And slain. 15 XP. Alright, now... Please continue. Okay. Now there's seven of the three alcoves. There'll probably be another pirate in there. A grim sight greets your eyes as you duck into the small chamber of the main cave passage, standing to your right. Leaned up against a frigid wall is another of the frozen pirates, a tall, scowling man wielding a barbed ice whip. The long-dead brigand, formerly the captain of the pirate band that met their doom here centuries ago, sneers. Sneers as he... Sneers as he steps away from the wall and steps aw- and cracks the deadly, raises a sharp lash at you. You quickly find yourself docked in a de- in a brutal fight against the frozen and silent pirate brigand captain. It's a frozen brigand captain. Begin combat. Lashes you with his icy whip. And you can tell he's the captain because he's the only one that gets to have a different weapon. Yes. And he's scaled to 12 plus because he's tougher. He's a tough captain. Yes. Pirate captain. 
Elemental Fury, and Slain. It searches you with your foe. Yep. Okay. 24 XP. He also gives more XP. I miss the shattered, melting remains of the cap. Captain of the Frozen Pirates, you discover a strange key card device. Same as the others, but circular. Despite its fragile appearance, the key, the key appears to be impervious to the warmth of your hand. Well, it's, well, of course it's... Well, I don't... Well, I don't have much warmth in my hand, so... Obviously it's not melting. <laughs> it's... It's it's smooth, angular surface, but there's no mars or chips. After taking a moment to check over your equipment, you once again set off on your way through the cave. Okay, the, the end just to the south is the final part of the dungeon, where presumably the ice troll itself will remain now. I want to have all my Neville reserve before I fight that. Fortunately, I seem to have I've run out of random pirates, so my way to the exit was clear. You step out of the cave and into the frigid wings that continually whip through the now ravine at the top of the high wall pass. And west, there was a little check. 101 success. As you, 101, that's 52 plus 59 bonus. As you sleep, as you sleep, a brief but furious storm howls through the top of the high wall pass, bringing with it a frigid, biting wind and several inches of snow. There was no way for me to fail that check. I just know this stuff. Despite the storm's fury, your carefully chosen place of shelter manages to adequately shield you from the wrath of the elements. And there we are, fully restored both health and Neville Reserve. Very nice. Yep, and you can do that as many times as you need to. And if you started this earlier, you might be in, end up doing it a lot. So, enter the cave. Okay, and go this way, go that way. Snake my way along the passage. Traveling to the ice troll. He's probably not very nice. We know he's already cursed some people and had him fight us. And he's probably not gonna like me. Taking whatever treasure there'll be. Oh well. That just comes with the profession of being a troll and being an adventurer that we end up fighting. Alright, the end of the cave. You stand at the southern end of the long frozen corridor, directly behind a towering ice door. Whatever lies beyond the door seems to be glistening brightly. Though it's constructed out of solid ice, you immediately determine that the door is protected by powerful magic, of course it is, and your attempts to mar, mar produce no visible results. Wait, you went straight to try to smash your way through? Oh well, I guess you're just so angry after all these fights. 
examining door closely. You make a close examination of the door and discover a square keyhole set into the centre with a massive slab of ice. There's an item you could use. Oh my, why did it just be that square key I found? I used it. The moment you insert the key into the door, the massive slab of ice shudders and begins to slowly lower into the floor of the cave. Beyond the door, you can see a sizable dome-shaped chamber of glistening chamber of ice. And the top of the door, as the top of the door disappears into the ground at your feet, you step across the threshold and into the cha- and enter the chamber. It is then that you note, with great surprise, that the three, well, okay, maybe not that great, that the three ice keys you are carrying have all melted. Because of course they have. After all, I don't need them anymore, so they can just go away. And also, that means I can get them again next time I go through this dungeon. Because it's a repeatable dungeon. So I'll be doing it over and 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 over again. Poor pirates, Constantly getting themselves destroyed by a tiny toad. As you look up from the dripping remains of the melted keys, your heart leaps into your throat. A savage, deafening roar erupts from the far side of the icy chamber, drawing your gaze to rest upon a terrifying creature that has turned to face you. The hawking, savage creature, now stalking towards you from the far side of the glistening ice chamber, almost defies description. Long white fur, matted with dried blood and soiled with grime, covers covers its torso, torso and most of its grey-skinned face. A pair of thick, tusk-like fangs pursued from both sides of its upper jaw and dust below its its thick long below its chin long black claws peer out of the fur that conceals the beast's broad hands and a pair of wide fierce yellow eyes yellow eyes glare at you from beneath its overhanging brow. The creature snarls viciously and lumbers several more feet in your direction, its heavy, thickly muscled torso swaying unsteadily as it approaches. You are now gazing upon the ice troll, uh, which isn't actually made of ice. Breaking with the theme we just had, it just controls ice. I guess it knew better than to have its own supply, as you say. The beast of legend that has long guarded this lonely mountain lair. Admittedly, it wouldn't be so lonely if you wouldn't keep cursing people. If you stop cursing people all the time. Oh, 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 oh please, please don't curse me. I don't want to be cursed. I've got stuff to do. 
You aren't cursed. Maybe you could have people come round and, you know, be, you know, friends. You know, have parties and social gathering. But you keep cursing everyone. So now, the only people who come here and don't get cursed are those who whoop your ass. Consider that. Consider that. Okay? Consider that, troll. I don't know. Maybe give yourself... Maybe grow some... Maybe grow some really tall hair and dye it. Dye it. Shocking colours. Because that's what trolls do, apparently. Well, what's it going to do? The troll roars savagely and tears a large chunk of ice from the glistening wall of the chamber. Oh, don't make it fall down on you. Yeah, that's acts bad, I know. With a loud grunt, the fearsome creature flings the massive frozen slab straight at you. Now, if I were a lot more skilled in magic, I'd be able to block it, or melt it, or something. But I'm not, so i just got to dodge out of the way. You attempt to dodge the hurled chunk of ice, picking a number. Bonus of 40. 17 from agility, 6 from luck, 17 from woodmanship. Got to get 75 or more. Or it goes right into my face. Pick now. 100 success. You nimbly dodge the chunk of ice. The weighty, frozen mass slams into the wall behind you and explodes into dozens of jagged shards. With none of of them, fortunately, hit me. You watch in horror as the hulking troll tears a second sizable chunk of ice from the wall and hurls it at you. Dodge out the way. Same check again. Pick now. 63. Failure. Quickly heal from that first. The massive chunk of ice slams into you, knocking you out your feet. Your head slums into the unforgiving floor of the glistening chamber, causing you to momentarily see charts. No, no, that's not what happened. It slammed into me and knocked me into the wall, doing 41 damage. Wounded, with your head still throbbing, you warily stagger to your feet. Third chunk. Dodge out the way. Same joke again. Ooh. No, 75. Was it 75 last time? Big now. All right, 131 success. Spring! You nimbly dodge the chunk of ice, just jumping right above it. And then taking an embarrassingly long time to get down again. The weighty, frozen mass slams into the wall behind you and explodes into dozens of jagged shards. You are initially thankful the troll appears it won't hold another chunk of ice at you. The terrifying reason for the creature's change, creature's change of tactics is almost immediately made plain. The fearsome beast stretches wide its deadly jaws and howls as it unleashes a surging blast, blast of icy air that, that, that hurtles across the chamber towards you. If only sev- seconds to avoid the troll's deadly breath. Wait, is this the breath that curses you? So if it catches you and you freeze and you don't shake it off, 
you're cursed forever. Could well be. Could well be. Because otherwise I don't know why it's not trying to curse me. Maybe this is it trying to curse me. Attempt to... Or maybe it thinks... Ah, God, big enough collection. And also you don't go with the theme. You don't fit. I only want pirates and one ogre. Okay? Pirates and one ogre. Otherwise I don't want it to be just a... Just be a random collection of things. I mean, I got a theme. You got to keep with the theme. Attempt to dodge the trolls' deadly ice breath. Or maybe, or maybe you can. He only has enough curse to control so many at a time. Yeah, probably that. Or maybe it kind of just forgot how to curse again. It has been a long, long time. Or maybe it was done via some sort of artifact, and that's why that juice. You make a desperate attempt to dodge the wall of icy breath, now hurtling across the chamber towards you. Picking a number. Bonus to 23. 17 from agility, 6 from luck. Gonna get 50 or more, or I become a popsicle. Pick now. 93, success. You throw yourself to the floor of the cave, only a split second before the troll's billowing ice breath surges past. Also, I could have used level 70 plus magic, but I don't have those yet. Oh, I will get those eventually, no doubt. Probably, probably before I'm done with this chamber. But still, we shall see. Wackersly, your quick reflexes have spared you the waff the deadly attack. You quickly regain your feet. The hulking ice troll, its hateful gaze fixed on you from behind its lurid yellow eyes, steps in your direction and snarls viciously. With its fearsome bellows echoing off the walls, the ice troll suddenly charges across the chamber towards you. So if I, if, if I was better with a bow, I could shoot it, but I'm not, so I can't. So hold my ground and face the attack. Blooming loudly, the hawking ice troll is swiftly upon you, striking out at you with its deadly, stone-like claws. It's an ice troll, and it's got its own business, and that business is killing me. Begin combat. Fight normal. You stab at your enemy. Take do three damage. The savage, hulking ice troll wars with rage as it swipes out through its clawed hands. Alright. Let's just wake your attacks. Let's take it on. Brutal stroke for five damage. Nine damage. Alright. Keep taking on. Take it on. Take it on. Take it on. Take it on. Alright, it's mostly done. I'm mostly done. Elemental Fury, Elemental Fury, Elemental Fury. Cyclone of Stone. And Earth, 49 damage. And another Howling Ice Storm. I think it'd be immune to that. But it is slain. 137 XP. 64 XP to general. The ice troll stretches wide its fearsome jaws and emits a long, mournful bellow 
as it slumps to the frozen floor of its glistening chamber. You step back from the carcass of the slain creature and wipe the sweat from your brow as you admire your own grim handiwork. The beast whose curse filled the passages of this frigid lair with minions of ice is no more. Ah, it's done, yay! The curse is dispelled. Those pirates can go to wherever it was they were going to go. Stepping cautiously along the bloody carcass of the dead ice troll, you make a quick but thorough search of the beast's frozen lair. In the far corner of the glistening chamber, amidst a heap of bones, many of which are human, you discover several items of interest. Alright, here's some loot. Finally. Because, not, because here's loot. There's the few things that the mice troll didn't turn to ice. Some of it's good. I'll be selling it later for, for cash money. Well, gold money. I don't know, gold, is gold cash? I don't know. Anyway, 40 gold. 40 gold now. A lot more gold later when I sell the stuff. With no desire to linger in this cave any longer than ne absolutely necessary, you check over your equipment and prepare to once again set off on your way. You turn around and are about to make your way out of the icy chamber when a strange glowing object suddenly appears above the bloody carcass of the slain troll. Wide eyes, with all your senses alert for the first sign of danger, you gaze upon the ghost, ghostly apparition of a magnificent shield floating just above the beast's remains. The vision of the shield is very faint, though it appears to be made out of ice. You attempt to reach out, of the, reach out and touch the shield, but your hand passes through the apparition, realising this can't be impossible to obtain the strange but wondrous object. You resolve to turn your attention to getting out of the icy cave. Yep, so I'm going to have to go through the cave a lot more to get that shield. A lot more. 35 more times. As you reach the start of the passage at the entrance of the ice troll's lair, you turn to take one last look at the creature that today met its end by your hand. You're suddenly shocked to discover that only a whippling puddle of water remains where the dead troll lay only moments ago. Well, it has control over ice. I guess it means it has control over water too. Because they're kind of the same thing, just different temperatures. A sense of dread comes over you as you turn and prepare to make your way out of the cave. You can't help but feel the world has not seen the last of this fearsome beast and its horrible curse. No. No, it hasn't. Not even the start of it, because it's a replayable dungeon. So it'll be back. If I turn up again, which I will, 
because I've got to get that shield. Strange echoes seem to dodge your every step as you make your way out of the ice troll's frozen lair. Though you're thankful that the glistening, empty passages of the cavern now seem to be deserted, you sense you are not alone. You greet your arrival at the mouth of the cave with a sigh of relief. Taking one last, last look back along the corridor behind you, you step out of the lair and into, and into a frigid blast of mountain air. For your valiant victory over the ice, ice troll and its frozen minions, you will now receive a much-deserved experience reward. Or oh, it better be large. Oh, it's large! One, 768 experience to general, 128 experience to all skills and powers. And then after that, if you go through there again, the experience is a bit randomer. Still, that's, that's pretty good reward. The descent from the top of the high wall path proves to be long and arduous. After several perilous moments, the number of spills relieved to once again find yourself at the base of the mountain, approaching the village of Moonpath. On the outskirts of the village, you stop to rest, taking a, taking a seat on a broad flat stone at the edge of the forest. After a brief but broken respite, you make your way into the heart of a remote settlement. And there we are. That's, that's that. That is that done. Now let's pop over to, I don't know, Hawklaw. And west. Because you can't west in Moonpath because the tavern and the inn are closed. And west. And save. Who is this man who's watching you? Yeah. Yeah, 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 anyway. Well, anyway, we're done for now. And that is that. So next time, well, it'll be a bit off. I'm not sure what it'll be, but I think we'll be might we'll be waiting for a while. But until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. And we're back. We've now had thirty-six ones through through that. Through the cave of the ice troll. Been getting easier every time as you got stronger, got better magic, more skills, so on and so on. Anyway. And as we kept going, the shield got more visible until we got to 11. And then the numbers just kept going up. Until now, the 36th one. You turn around and about to make your way out of the icy chamber. When a strange glowing object suddenly appears above the bloodied carcass of the slain troll. Wide eyed, with all your senses alert for the first sign of danger, you gaze upon the shimmering, ghastly apparition of a magnificent shield floating just above the beast's remains. The apparition of the shield is so bright you're forced to avert your eyes. The edge of your vision in the centre of the strange, hovering image of the shield. It's a dark, jagged impression. Suddenly, 
take it. It's yours, issues a low, sinister voice from somewhere nearby. You quickly glance around the chamber, but there is no sign of anyone else present. May what served me for three hundred years be your faithful protector, continues the voice. Leave this place and never return. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, yeah. well, not really any reason to go back here. Your gaze falls back upon the carcass of the slain ice troll. You're dismayed to discover the image of the shield has vanished. However, your eyes quickly dart to the frozen ground at your feet. Where the, where lies the object that has for so long been merely an apparition just beyond your reach. You stare down at the magnificent glittering shield of ice which has magically resized so so Sir Crokington can carry it. (laughs) Conveniently. Wasting no time, you pick up the weighty frozen shield. It's the glittering ice shield. That this heavy glittering shard is crafted out of a solid slab of thick ice. Leather bands attached to the back attached to the back of the shield provide a surprisingly effective method method of wielding the object though you cannot fathom how they remain affixed to the item's frozen surface. I'm gonna guess uh, magic because magic can do magic. You obtained this remarkable enchanted shield after a long series of of victories over the ice troll in its remote frigid lair. A jagged impression is set into a sense of It's broken! If you believe you possess an object that would complete the shield, you should use that item in a safe location. Once again, you scour the chamber for any sign of whoever or whatever it was that spoke to you you only moments ago but you discovered nothing and the voice is not heard again the shield now safely in your possession you turn your thoughts to finding your way out of this frigid lair Hmm. so who could who could the shield belong to Hmm. 300 years Someone who's used it for 300 years. And presumably it's been stuck here for centuries before then as well. I'm assuming it's the crimson-helmed wider himself because he's the only person who'd really know where his shield, shield was. I mean, he apparently he could just keep going. So I can imagine he hung around with it for 300 years. Found a better shield, or maybe shifted to a shieldless form of combat. Or just thought, I don't need this anymore. But then he thought, I can't, I can't, I've got to make sure whoever gets it next is worthy. So he just finds his cursed cave, hangs it up there, puts a, puts a few bits of magic on it. So you have to go through it a lot of times to unleash it. And that way, only a tr- only a proper worthy hero would get it, or 
someone, or just someone who's really obsessed with the shield and keeps doing the same thing over and over again. But definitely, someone who can, someone who will be able to use it, that's for sure. It's, if after you've gone through all this, it's not going to end up on some mantelpiece. That's for sure. Unless Gregor found it. Because <laughs> he has way better shields than that. Yeah, okay, and then this ends. It ends like all the other... All the other ca journeys through the Ice Shore, which we have all... Which you've just heard, so no need to read that again. Alright, get the experience... Uh, only a, it's only 128 and 32. That's the least amount of experience you can get from this. Which is quite annoying considering it's a bit tougher than the other replayables. And it's quite a long way out of the way. Yeah. Alright, back to the settlement. Okay, now I've got a... Back, let's get back to Hawklaw. Now let's see if we can find something to put in that shield to fix it. Now of course, I've done this before, so... Okay, scrolling around. Alright, reading, look charms, this card, bottle of blood, step and file. So Vrachas Tarn, Serpent's Gold, Wulnavaya Core, Platinum and Bear Charm, Phantom Weapon, Phantom Armor, Long, Long Iron Key. Alright, let's keep, I'm pretty sure. Yep, Glittering Ice Shard, that'll be it. We'll go with the Glittering Ice Shield. Got this from the gigantic Towering Frost Demon. I Yes, uh, I guess he just like just threw the shard at this guy when he was just sneaking out. Oh, 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 oh he's going here. Oh, 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 yeah, there, 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 good. Now, whoever slays this, now only who can slay this or who knows who slayed this will be able to actually finish the shield. Double check that they're actually heroic rather than you notice. Like fighting monsters. So let's use it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, put if you wanna you wanna check you wanna check that something's only used by heroes, put it on a monster that only a hero would fight. Yeah, make makes sense. I mean I guess he could he probably could have dealt with the ice troll on his own, but might be one of the might be one of the rules that you have when you become when you become that old and that dead that you can't really do all that much yourself otherwise you know the all five people like look you're, you're doing too much heroism you're gonna make the next generation soft okay remember you got you cut that you've got the you gotta. Each generation has to fight their own monsters. Otherwise, we just get weaker and weaker and weaker, 
and then I turn my and then I turn my turn away for five minutes, and everyone gets killed. I mean, it happened before, or something like that. I mean, I'm not omnipresent. I'm, I'm present in a lot of places, but not all the places. <laughs> the moment you hold up the shard of ice, the jagged, frozen fragment flies from your ga- grasp and fits itself neatly into the gorge at the centre of the glittering ice shield. The shield shudders for a moment and then becomes still. In the wake of the strange event, you know, there is no longer a jagged impression on the surface of the shield. You stare down in wonder at your glittering ice shield, who it appears no different than it did a few did a moment ago. Apart from the disappearance of the jagged impression at its core, the remarkable object is now noticeably colder to the touch. The glittering ice shield has been made whole! This amazing item can be levelled by infusing it with your own experience. For more details, view the shield by clicking on it in your items list. Well done, Sir Crokington. Okay, let's just have a look at this shield. It's currently just 2MR because it's only level 1. It's frozen because it can mount, but that's not a big deal. It only costs 32x speed to reforge it. It's not like you have to go through the dungeon again or spend thousands of experience to fix it hand slash restore the shield alright we're just going to raise it to level 256 xp 512 xp 1024 xp 2048 xp fortunately like most Characters, I have a huge supply of general experience. Level 6, 8,192. And here it is, the last one. To level 8, 16,384 experience. Dupe, it's all powers of 2. Okay, now it's level 8. So it's 20 MR, 13 stamina points. Requires 14 spirit, body and might, and 70 weaponry. And I got all of that stuff. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, I've got all that stuff. Fortunately, it didn't require 14 agility. Because otherwise I'll have to mess around the equipment a bit. I guess if you really went out of your way to make a bad character, you wouldn't be able to equip it. But that doesn't really happen. So, equip the shield. And then I equip the Shimmering Silver Dagger. Okay, my MR is now 180. That's far more than the Goblin Blocker. What was it? What was it before with the Goblin Blocker? Just 168. Alright, and because that was a tally's equipment, because you get your best bang for your buck with shields until you get the glittering ice one, I can trade that in. Okay. Return the item. 
9280s. All right, and now we're getting closer to be able to just 10580s now. So I've just got to find 20 more of them. And then I'll be able to get myself a residence. And then that'll be the two big ticket items got. And I'll be able to go on more quests. But in the meantime, I'm still we're still waiting on... The next episode will be 500. We're still waiting on the... The, the Oak and Stone Mask event in, in the bog. But eventually that will come. And until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.